What a time. What a what a time to be alive. What a time. Ooh, man. You know, I, I just I wanna ask this. What so like and not even like trying to be funny or like have fun with this this type of system. Um like not even trying to be fun or like with this thing, but like what's what's the most gruesome injury y'all have ever seen in person? Like what what have y'all seen that's like have y'all seen any real battles? Like on TV, person? like live? The, like in person. Like in person. Uh, I don't think I see any in person. I don't watch some games on TV live and I seen some crazy stuff. And like I saw the Paul George live. Yeah. I saw yeah, Paul we, George we did live. See I saw Paul Gordon George. Hayward live, Kevin Ware live. The Kevin um, Ware one was not that one was yeah. crazy. But it was that nasty because they zoomed in. They don't usually zoom in. And why like would they that. zoom in? On yeah, that? That, was that was nice. No, I'm. Uh, I've really only seen two injuries in person. One of them was not so serious, just because it was it was goofy. It resulted in two broken legs, but it was super goofy. So like, I don't take it that serious. You know what I'm talking about, Gibbs? I don't. I don't know. What I'll remind you after the show. Um. And I'm from the east side, so I seen an injury that was much more fatal. But you know we. Don't really need to talk about that on the show. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, you know this this situation with uh, with Demar Hamlin has has got a lot of people talking about a lot of different things um, in terms of you know what it's like for um, what it's like for players and and all that going through injuries and and what it's like with you know folks seeing people like very seriously hurt very very gravely. Um, hurt and honestly like yes it's 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 very easy to point the finger at the NFL and say like how trash they are for trying to get that game back started in five minutes but I what I will say is this those two head coaches they didn't make what what I would call an easy decision right they they to me they made a very brave decision they made they made a decision that needed to be made that that needed to happen but like again wasn't easy wasn't popular to some, well actually it was popular but it wasn't easy and there was always going to be some people that are you know against it and and so you know both of those head coaches right both of those head coaches need to get some love there uh because there's no, there's no easy way, right? There's no easy way to say like, hey, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, both of them need some love. Yeah. And um, obviously we're, we're praying for DeMar and his family because from all the reports that I'm seeing, uh, he has a pulse, but he's not, he's uh, not breathing on his own yet. So, you know, that's, that's one of those situations where, you know, if, if that doesn't get going soon, um, his family's going to be faced with it, with it, the toughest decision that you'll ever be faced with. Right. Um, especially as a parent having to make that decision for your child or, or something along those lines. So we're, we're praying that um, he gets through that and he pulls through. But, you know, there's there's no easy way to 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 go at that. And, and so let me ask you all this from the logistics standpoint of it. Do you. Do you continue that game at a later date? What, um, do you, what do you do there? Do you cancel it? Do you call it a tie? Do you award the win to the team that was up? Like, what do you do in that type of situation? Um, me personally, I would cancel the game. Um, if it was under different circumstances, then maybe I might reconsider. But you're looking at two teams who are clearly going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um. Is one week left in the season. And if you look at the, the the further that we progress as a society, the more that we see how serious the effects that football has on the human body. Right. So when we're discussing a, a you know injury or situation as serious as the one that happened yesterday, it wouldn't be advised to have a team play multiple football games. Because the playoffs are coming up, you would have to do it somewhere in the middle of the week before this next week, or immediately after before the playoff gets here. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, following up a situation like that, putting a hum- human body through that much strain, playing a game on, you know, Sunday, and then they play again on Thursday, I, I wouldn't advise that. It's two teams that regardless how this game turned out, I mean, the it was going to be a hell of a football game, but it wouldn't affect these two teams as far as what's going to happen in the postseason. But that's that's the part of it why many people are like, you know, this game has to be played in terms of like the AFC playoff picture because like there's – yes, this would not affect whether or not these two teams make the playoffs. However, there's a ton in terms of, you know, the Bengals for um, potentially clinching the AFC North right, or for the Bills and their chance at getting the one seat as opposed to the two seed, which we know now there's only one bye week in the playoffs. So, I mean, realistically, you're looking at, you know, a situation where very easily you could be placed in a grave disadvantage by, you know, by virtue of a very unfortunate incident. Happening, very true. Right. Like, and so that, that becomes the question there. So I, I get your sentiments to cancel it. And I, I think those are very legitimate, um, but there, there is a, another side to that, to that coin. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I think you have no choice but to play it. I mean, if we being honest, that game is probably the biggest game in the AFC this this year. You know, that that determines who is the number one seed and who's probably going to be the number two seed. I don't think either of those teams, based off their matchups, will lose the next week. So that won't change. If one of them do lose the next week, then I would say go for it. But maybe you do a Sunday and a um, Thursday game, you know, and then that gives them equal amount of time to kind of recover. But at the same time, I agree with you, Guyton. It is tough to play a football game more than one time a week after getting banged up, especially with that traumatic experience that happened on field. Emotionally, the emotions that these guys going to have going back out on that field, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be really tough, especially if 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 if, if the player that's, that got that suffered the injury, especially if he doesn't get the result that we all want him to get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, um, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's, it's it's prayers out to him and his family, man. I I I don't even know what I would do in that situation, you know. Uh, and shout out to the NFL for actually postponing the game. You know, I, everything in me told me it's a lot of money tied up into these games. They wouldn't cancel it, but they, that was a really good decision. They took the pay cut, the pay hit. I mean, and they canceled the game, so or postponed the game. I think that was a smart decision by the NFL. Yeah, and I, and, and again, this is why I say that that Taylor McDermott. They deserve all the love in the world because they more so made the decision for the NFL than the NFL made the decision to them. Because had the NFL had their way, that game would have, after that five minutes, they would have went right back to going at it. And I can tell you, being around football for as long as I have, I've seen some things that, you know, and and I've, I've been a guy who had three season-ending injuries. All of them were not visible to the, like, naked eye. Like, you couldn't see my bicep. I got two uh, scars for like this one is for where my bicep originally stopped. And this one is because I kept practicing after I tore it because I didn't know it was torn. So it rolled up further. You can't look at that and see like, oh, he's not okay. All you see is a guy with his arm wrapped up going at it. Like you can see my Achilles and be like, oh, Kenton may not live again. Like you knew I was going to be okay after a while. Right. Can I run and jump like I used to? No. But, I mean, as a human being, as a normal human, for what reason would I need to run a five-flat 40 in, like, regular life? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't matter, especially in comparison to what we're talking about here to where, again, this young man, DeMar Hamlin, is younger than all of us. Younger than all of Chris, you're 26, right? Or 25? Yeah, 26. 26, yeah. 26. He's younger than all of us. So, you know, um, again, our 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 thoughts and prayers go out and uh we'll we'll be making a contribution to his toy drive as well. Um as as you know, it the the contributions have taken off and it's reached over four million dollars. And you know, it, we're we're going to uh we're going to send out the link as well for that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to send it out from my personal page. We'll send it out from the pod page if we can. Um, but again, this is, you know, we love to keep it light here. We love to keep it fun here. 
but this this just ain't one of those moments that we can be light and fun. You know what I mean? This yeah. is right. sometimes and, and I just want, things need to be taken serious. And I just want to add to coming from an operations uh, standpoint, uh, safety is number one priority in anything. So NFL, this is your time to really show what you made of. I mean. This needs a deep dive right away. This needs corrective actions right away. You know, we need to look and to see if there's better padding materials for, for shoulder pads and chest pads and stuff like that. This is the time where you reevaluate everything you thought about for injuries like this. This is the time the NFL shows their their growth. And, and I'll tell you this much. I will give the NFL props because the people who were on the sidelines, who are supposed to be trained and who are supposed to be administering CPR and all that, immediate response. Immediate response. And in moments like this, those seconds, those minutes, they matter. They matter. Like my mother is a, a longtime, uh, longtime nurse. And and when me and her chatted about it, you know, she said the same thing as far as like, if you miss that by like a minute or two, that could be the difference between somebody possibly recovering with like, you know, being as close to fine as you can be after this. Yeah. And, you know, somebody going on to join their ancestors. Is yeah, they, they said uh, so. it was lack of circulation to the brain. It's, you know, I think it's four minutes but for that before you pronounce brain dead. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, it matters. And, I, and again, I, I do think that, you know, you take a look at the patent, see if anything went wrong there. But but again, it, the NFL did not do a lot right. They didn't do a lot. right, But they did do the uh, the, the response to this. I'll give them their credit. They they did that um, extremely correctly. So again, uh, prayers go out to Demar and the entire Hamlin family, the entire his entire family. You know, we're we're praying that they're all um, that they are they're all getting the outcome that they want to see here. That Demar makes a, a full recovery and that you know everything uh, works out there. But that's that's again, it's it's dominated the the it's dominated the news cycle today. And again, it's very serious. This is not a joking matter, but we also want to talk to you about some more sports today because again, even in a moment like this, we want to find something or some things to kind of kind of enjoy here. So um, for the rest of the show, we got mostly basketball talk. Obviously, the NFL playoffs are right on the brink. So we're going to talk some NFL playoffs. Who's in? Who's out? Can the Lions finally pull off a win against the Packers in the last week of the season to get in. That'd be poor justice, baby. Or, or well, is this a little help from Seattle too? They need a little help. Yeah, they need a little help from Seattle too. But after the, if you don't beat Green Bay, none of it matters anyway. None of it matters. You know what I mean? If you need help, you still got to help yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the uh, Nets who have been hot as fish grease and the Suns who have, you know, kind of cooled down. And the Pelicans are the top seed in the West. But Zion does as Zion do. Just been announced out three weeks with a pulled hamstring. Brandon Ingram is out as well. So that's uh, that's where we're going. And, of course, if we got time, we'll get around to our fact of the week and act of the week. That sounds like a good show to y'all, fellas. Sound good yes, to me. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master of the mix and master, Josh Guy in the building. That is I. Hey, by the way, that, that sweater got it. Chris, what size that sweater is, man? It's a little, you know, large situation. It looked like my size a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if you fit into a large, you can have it, big dog. Hey, that's absolutely not happening, man. I don't <laughs> lost a little bit. You, you could be I looking like, like uh, you were brought Powerpuff Girls where they uh, tried to make their own <laughs> <Yeah>. sister. <laughs> <laughs> them uniforms little boy them uniforms all hunched over hey we're here we got the money man the man to play Chris Allen in the building right here right here and then we have the little old MC that's me King Gibbs now folks I I would like to say that this is uh, this is this is a, a very interesting thing here because the Nets have seemingly improved without doing basically anything other than firing Steve Nash. So, fellas, tell me this. I want to know, was Steve Nash the only problem? Are they just hitting a stretch of bad teams? What's happening to have Kyrie Irving acting totally different, throwing down put-back dunks and whatnot? What's going on, fellas? Um, 
I don't necessarily want to place the blame on Steve Nash. I do. I think they would be doing as well as they are right now if they had him. No, but look at the landscape of the NBA currently. How many superstars off the top of your head are healthy and play consistent minutes in in the 2022-23 season? Um, I'll probably I probably say the ten. I could name. I, I say can't name 10, ten. Is a stretch. I, I can't thinking, name. I was 10. thinking six and two of them are in Brooklyn. I got I got Giannis. I got Luca. I got well, actually, I wouldn't even throw Kyrie in there. I throw KD in there, but I. I don't know. Was Kyrie hurt earlier this season? I feel like he was hurt no, earlier. No, he wasn't. He's been healthy all year. Okay, so so I guess we'll throw Kyrie in there as well. Jokic. And, I was going to say um, Tatum, Tatum. Tatum. Oh, yeah, Tatum. 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 Yeah. Tatum. yeah, so that's, I I that's this, Jaylen Brown. this season and beat. You said Jalen yeah, Brown? I don't yeah, know if I put Jalen Brown right superstar status. Yet. I was about to say. Oh, yeah. you, oh, 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 you said superstar. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought uh, it beat in there, though. I Okay, Joker. Joker. Joker's another one. And, yeah, and we so, already so, said Joker. We yeah. already said okay. Joker. Yeah. So we, we got about okay. six or seven. Um, well, you got two of those people on the same team. Basketball generally tends to work that, especially in a regular regular season, the team with the most talent is going to win. And if you got two players who are still capable of putting up 35-5 and five on any given night, you're going to win basketball games. Is that sustainable when it comes to the postseason and rotation shorten and you're going to get more, you know, defense? We can't necessarily say that, but I think in a regular season, once we got to see a, a fully healthy KD play and uh, I'm not going to say healthy, but an available Kyrie Irving play together on the floor yeah. significant <laughs> minutes, I think I think that these wins were inevitable. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but that's so funny, bro. Kyrie, <laughs> only problem is Kyrie, bro. Like Kyrie be healthy as heck. Bro. I mean, if, if we're being if we're being honest, <laughs> the Nets can have a championship, bro. Kyrie be so healthy, just not playing ball, bro. The, the, the Nets can have a championship. They hear the Milwaukee one. If Kyrie decided, like, yo, let me go ahead and get this vaccine and hoop, I think that the Nets easily win a championship. I, I agree. I agree. I'm not that is hilarious, though. bro. Kyrie literally missed six games this year because he retweeted something, bro. Like, honestly, 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 here's the worst part. It wasn't even the retweet that got him. It was the doubling down, bro. Just apologize. It, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend nobody. That's not what I believe. Boom. Do y'all think they gave uh who is it just got shoes? You think they gave John Morant Kyrie shoes? Because they announced so. John Morant John... for a shoe deal with Nike and he had his own shoe like two weeks later. I think they just took the shoes that they was about to I release for Kyrie and anyway. was just like here. I mean, I I'll tell you this. I think that it, that was a situation where like everything kind of worked together because like at the end of the day, you know Nike don't waste no time. When they think they got a star on their hands, yep. Nike does not play. They, I'm going to tell you, some other companies who I shall not name because certain people in my life who are important to me work there. Um, certain companies, you don't know who their athletes are. For example, who is Joel Embiid sponsored by? I want to say Adidas. Adidas. Okay. Yeah. He's Under Armour. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know who, anybody besides Steph or Under Armour. My point exactly. Like is, there is are Kawhi other... under armor. Kawhi is Kawhi New Balance. Oh, oh yeah, New Balance, New Balance, yeah. But but you get my but you see my point though. Like there are other companies that like they have multiple superstars that you hear like, oh, oh, he's on there really. As opposed to Nike, you know everybody who's Nike. I mean, you, you know the, the, right the, away the, the, the shoes matter too. Like you know about the but go buy some. Don't looks. even wear it. Yeah, he don't even wear Under Armour's low key. Damien Lillard's shoes is actually not bad. They are actually you, you not got bad. you got a pair. Okay, you can't use my closet. You can't use my closet as the measuring stick because I, half of the I, shoes I got are free. Half I have never I seen a pain pair of Damien Lillard's in the wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't, go said, in the wild. you don't go to the Bro, hoop run if I you had, D-Lillers. Right. Have, y'all, have y'all ever seen D-Rose shoes? 
Just out yeah. the I, I, when, when, when D Rose was yeah. hot, I did. When, yeah. when, like 2011, 12, 13, I seen them D Rose everywhere. I had three of them. I had three right. of them. Well, never mind then, because I was going to say I got a bunch of free D Roses from NC State. Because <laughs> he was Adidas and they was Adidas. And they, you know. But you get my point. You can't use my closet as because I don't have anything other. I don't have any other player's shoe other than LeBron's. And Jordans. That's it. Those are the only players who should. Oh, and I got some Kobe Crazy 8s, which also came free because Adidas school, Adidas shoe, bada bing, bada boom. But that's it. That's that's the full extent of my closet hey, right there. I, I know this is a freaky shoe and you'll see nobody with them. That's why I want them. You hook me up with a pair of them crazy ones. Hey, man, get out of here, dog. I, I, I feel like I could pull off some crazy ones, bro. Get out of here. Here's the thing. Here's the things. If you can, you can, Josh, you can pull off a crazy one. <laughs> Those crazy ones would look wild for most people. Like them shoes, them shoes is aggressive. <laughs> them shoes. I wish we could pull up what a crazy one looks like for the viewers to show. Like they this is the shoe we're rocking. I, I could pull them off though. These ugly shoes. Again, that, it, that that's truly a man making the shoe type deal. Like, <laughs> that's that's like a you know it, it's a uh, what what is what did he say? Kanye West said I could stand there in the speedo and be looked at like a redacted hero. That's one of those moments. That's that's one of those. But anywho, um, yeah. Long story short, I don't think that John Morant got the shoe like they were like, oh, we was gonna make these the Kyrie thirteens or whatever. But you know, Kyrie decided to be anti-Semitic, so now they did John Morant ones like. I just think it was just like Nike don't play. When you sign up with Nike, oh, you averaging 20 and you saw with us? Hey, yeah, man, we got a shoe for you right here. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. Chat, that's some uh that's some crazy ones right there for you on screen. Specifically the pair that I want. My lord. And I knew you wanted the yellow ones. <laughs> I knew, I knew when he said for for the view for the <laughs> listeners who are not viewing, just Google "crazy one Adidas" and the yellow and, and silver pair. That's that's the one. That's that is again a, a very rough shoot. But long story short, I don't think that Kyrie got those. Chris, what are you accrediting this Nets round to? I ain't gonna lie, bro. The gives you said all the dang on time, and the best ability is availability. They have been healthy for once on a stretch. Uh, last year, if y'all remember, they was on a stretch as well. Then KD went down for six weeks. Then Harden asked for a trade, and then they just went to shambles. And then they got swept by the Celtics when everybody got back. But this year, I think it's a little different for one reason and one reason only. You don't have a locker room with Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving with a rookie head coach. That's not yeah. uh, I, respectfully. I'm saying this respectfully. Nothing against that race, but that's not a brother. You know, you, let's be honest. Hey, we all now, got you sounded, friends. now you sounded like the Suns owner. They need <laughs> in order to leave the but, but no, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being, think about how we grew up in a black household versus how some of your colleagues that aren't black grew up in their household. Think about that, right? Think about that. My brother is a prime example. He went to suburb schools. I went to cats, right? Mm-hmm. We are two different people. I, I don't even hang out with my brother because we so different. Like he say stuff to my. You graduated mom. from Farmington. You went to the suburbs with him. <laughs> One Stop year. trying to play a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, but but I'm just saying it's like it's like the stuff my little brother tried to get away with my mom's. I would have never tried when I was his age. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like. I would have never tried that, you know? <laughs> he be slamming the door calling your mama by her first name. Yes, stuff like Sharon, that. Sharon, get out of here. What are you doing, Sharon? You, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, I think that was a big part of it as well. Like they stepped on Nash. Like Nash ain't had no voice in the locker room, you know? I think, mm-hmm. I think that was a big part of it. The second part I think was, you know, if you think about it, this was probably the best thing that could have happened to Kyrie. You know, he ain't really been a social network, social media, nothing right now. He is totally locked in right now. He even when they try to trip him up and ask him about Thanksgiving, he was like, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Anybody that does, you have a great time. Like he's different. Kyrie is like, you know what? That cost me thousands and thousands of dollars. I ain't doing nothing for the media no more. And I'm gonna leave the media alone. Hey, I would probably say millions. I would probably say it, it, I, I was gonna say millions, but I don't know though. Either way, either way it go, even if you lose yeah. hundreds of thousands, that's I'll, I'll right. tell you what. I, I don't 
I don't lost many a thing in my life. Well, he did. He lost Nike. So yeah, he lost millions. He lost I, Nike. I, I, I done lost many a thing in my life, right? I done, I done fumbled some good friends, some good women. I literally dropped a half gallon of um, a half gallon of uh, Grey Goose vodka before. That was in my Henny Man area in college. Y'all need to know about that. But long story <laughs> short, it, the half gallon didn't burst, but the top of it broke, so I had to like pick it up real quick. And it was like it not it, it was a good amount left, but you still hurt about the liquor that spilled. You know what I mean? And I wasted a lot of money on liquor when I was in college. I ain't never, ever lost something like that. I'd be crying and throwing up like Jamie Foxx and Ray off that one. <laughs> now, the minute I got that call from Nike, like, hey, we can go ahead and terminate your contract. <laughs> what do you mean you terminate my contract? Hold on, brother. We can talk about this, man. We can talk about I can go down to the synagogue right now. I can, bro, <laughs> my best friend's a rabbi. What is you doing, bro? Let me in. <laughs> that's that's a, a real unfortunate yeah. situation. But I think I think this is a wake up call for Kyrie because I know Kyrie wants a life outside of basketball after basketball, and mm-hmm. Nike was going you know Nike was going to be one of those outlets for him. He lost that, so I think this is a more motivated Kyrie. He's playing for a contract as well. You know, this is his people. I don't know why nobody bring this up. Wrong. This is Kyrie's last year. His contract, like Kyrie's yeah. a free agent in the off season. Nobody's talking about that. Like Kyrie kept up and dipped from Brooklyn. Yeah. Hey, honestly, it was kind of crazy. I was playing on my mom player the other day, and it was like the suggested free agents, and Kyrie Irving was at the top, and I'm like, wait, what? He didn't get renewed. Huh. Yeah. I still don't want him on my team either. Crazy. And slides down <laughs> RJ Barrett. But, um, yeah, no, I get you. I'm going to tell you this. And hey, you, I, you was, uh, not to cut you off. What's crazy about a game like 2K is, I would definitely take RJ over Kyrie on 2K. Right? Like, it's not even a close. <laughs> Yo, RJ like Barrett a, is probably Allen, bro. I, I ain't doing that, bro. He, he shoot the blood. He shoot the blood. But Kyrie, his but not, tackle. Hold on. Is you like, got to understand. How old is Kyrie Irving? What is he, like 32? 31? Nah, he 29, 30, something like that. Either way, he's on his down slide. RJ Barrett is like going up. According to 2K, they're going to be the same player, if not RJ is better in a year. And like, yeah, 2K drastic drops be just like, bro, bro, bro. They had the craziest one I seen, bro. I was playing uh, this back when I was like trying to do like fantasy leagues. I was playing, mm-hmm. right? They had Luca go up to a 99, right? As soon as mm-hmm. Luca turned 30, he went down to a 92. I was like, Bro, what? <laughs> hey, go simulate two years on 2K right now. Paul George is about a 74. Oh, bro, bro, Paul George gets beat bad, bro. Bro, he's only 29. Paul George dropped like six overalls Man. every year. Yeesh. Hate that for him. I'm going to say this because nobody wants to say it. And I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to say it. What we're seeing with the Nets is the direct result of this new NBA that is championship or tank. I'm going to read off the name because most people, when they talk about the Nets being hot, they go back to November 27th. Since then, I believe they're 12 and two or something like that, or 12 and one or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Let me read off these team names for you. And you tell me if this team is not if they're good or bad, just if they're tanking or going to get a top five pick next year. Okay. That's, that's the only parameters I want that work out for y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Trailblazers. Are they tanking or going to have a top five pick? They're not tanking, but they no. no. The I would say no. I would say no. I would say no. I would no, agree. No, no, no. Magic. Yes. Yes. Wizards. No. No. I think. Was, was I, think I think the Wizards could get a top five pick. I very seriously think they get a top no, five. Pick. I think they they they're trying to be a mid team. Like that's what yeah. I hear you. I hear. Listen. I hear you. They want to be mid, but right now they're 17 and 21, which puts them one game in front of the Raptors and technically three games in front of the Magic. Like I'm I'm not kidding yeah, they, when they, I say they this. are one bad slump away from being. They're last one slump. They're one slump away from being right down here with the Magic Hornets and Pistons. So I, I agree with you, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I'll even give you that one. Okay, so we're right now we're at two and two. All right, so then they go on to the Raptors. The Raptors. Where are the Raptors at right now? They could get a top five pick. I don't the know. The Raptors are in the territory yeah. to get a top five pick. Yeah. I, I the, think they realized Fred Van Bleet is older than what they, they thought. They picked him up at 28, thought he was going to be 
<laughs> good for a long stretch. <laughs> the, the Raptors, the Raptors are sixteen to twenty-one. So now we're at three to two. They lost to the Celtics, so the Celtics don't count because they didn't beat that team. And then after the Celtics, they got the Hornets. Are the Hornets wow. in that category a bad team or bottom five or or tanking? Yeah, yeah. They okay, so they're gonna get a top five pick. They beat the Hawks. The Hawks are not in that category. So right now we're at three and three. Pacers, I would say no. I nope. would, although although they're about to blow it up, we all know that they're on the verge of blowing but, up, but they haven't they yet. Yeah, but, but the, 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 the Pacers have been a mid team for forty years. That's true. That's very true. It's so unfortunate. The, Pace, the Pacers always gonna get like forty one wins. So now you got four teams to three, and then you got the Wizards again and the Raptors again, which puts you back at what is that? Five teams to four, and then you got the Pistons, Warriors, and Bucks. So long story short, I mean. You're looking at a situation that's where again, fifty fifty, low key. But but that's my point. I didn't do who's good and bad because these teams. If we did good and bad, of like, wait, which of these teams are actually good that you say the Nets beating them is an accomplishment? That's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different right. ball game. On this entire stretch, the only teams that you would say beating them is a compliment: the Bucks, the Warriors, and maybe one of those Hawks wins, or maybe the Hawks. That's it. Beating the Wizards is an accomplishment for them. I mean, no, yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the result of the new NBA. If you have a couple of decent players, if you have a couple of a, a superstar, a just one superstar, you're gonna be in in every game and beating a lot of these teams. You got two superstars, you should be having stretches like this. You should be. At the end of the day, the the best thing that most of these teams got. Who, what's the best thing the Pistons got on the court right now? Bogdan? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I was going to say Ivy and uh, Killian been showing that they not they they formidable players off the, like, rotational players. I don't think either one of those are guaranteed starters, but they showing that they could be rotational players. But that's my point. If the best thing you got is, like, a rotational player, like, the Hornets. Melo is a star. I don't think he's a superstar. I don't think he's superstar status yet. I think he's a star. I think he gets nah, there. I think he gets there eventually. Yeah. I think he gets there. I think right now he's just a star. And a star versus two superstars. I mean, listen, what do you what do you want for PJ Washington? What do you really want? Well, for they him? got they got they really got they really got two superstars and a star. I, 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 like say what you want about Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is shown defensively. You you ain't you you ain't you ain't really doing nothing against Ben Simmons. Like, but that's that's my point. But that, that's my point. They have so much talent that even if the coach just sat there and said, "Hey man, on offense run ISO, on defense go under every screen and being lock on to their best player, that's our strategy. Drop everything, keep the ball in front of you." But we'll roll here, with here's the thing though, Gibbs. When the last time we seen a team finish last and rebounding and sustain a, a a long stretch of wins like this, like they are last and rebounding again. When is the last time we've seen the NBA with this many bad teams? When is the last time we saw the NBA where there was this much of like there's really good championship contending, and then there's that range of like I mean they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're not championship contender, which was only like I think this this version of the NBA has like four contenders, four to six teams where you're like, I can guarantee they're going to make the playoffs, but they might not do much. And then after that, everybody else is trash. There's going to be some really well, bad teams. I think teams the last time this happened, this last time this happened, it was 03, obviously. But that's my point. We have not seen this. <laughs> Honestly, 03, it might have been more parody in 03. And, and what year nah, is it? No, because... Everybody knew that the Lakers was going three peat. But by, by yeah. how many by how many teams would you say are contenders in the West this year? I would say in the West. Yeah. I would say you got Denver. Okay. You got you got the Warriors, obviously. You okay. got Memphis. And you, you, you got, can see Memphis winning a championship. Yeah, on a good day. On a good day. All like they gotta have all their cylinders clicking though. They all, all their cylinders clicking. Christopher Rondell Allen. <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. Stop like playing. they can win, they, they can Stop win some playing. basketball games. They can win some basketball games. Stop! You could not see. I, I, we're not talking about basketball games. We talking about lifting the Larry O'Brien Trophy at the end of this. Listen, listen. They bought a year or two away. They bought a year or two away. But, but I'm that, saying, that's if, what he said. They right got now. to the finals. Oh, this year. So you got the Warriors, Denver. You got. I would say. I would. 
you know, it's hard to say them though, bro. It's really hard to say them, but you know, I'm gonna go Don't. ahead and say it. I could see the Pelicans, Pelicans lifted the Larry OB. Just because of how bad the West is right now. Like the West is actually worse than the East by far right now. Like, if you look at the West, Denver and the Warriors, who else? Who else is playing good basketball other than the Pelicans? Chris, stop playing. Unless it, I'm going to tell you this, unless we get a situation where, like how Kawhi got his championship, where multiple players go down with very serious injuries. That's what I'm saying. If the Warriors lose lose one guy, I put the Pelicans as a more competitive team in the playoffs again over them. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. The Pelicans, who they would face off against up in the East. You think the Pelicans got a shot against the Celtics? Oh, no. I, no, I was, he just said the West. Who, who are the contenders in the West? And I said three teams that I'm saying who would come, who I could see coming out the West. It, it, oh, okay. It, okay. Anyway, that's what okay, I'm, I'm Yeah. I'm talking about who do you, who do you have that could win a chip? Who do you have? Oh, like, so y'all said yeah, overall. Win, win okay, a okay. Not just get there. Not get there. No, okay, not just so get just, there. Just, just, just Warriors in Denver to me on the West. Okay. Just Warriors in Denver. If you want to go back to 2003, the Spurs won a championship, right? They won in the 99, right? They won 99 and 03. They won in 99. Lakers won 2000, 01-02. Spurs won 03. Right, right. They won 03. Right, okay. Right. Was Sacramento not a championship contender? If they didn't get ham. The, if they didn't get ham, they would have made a You final. made the argument Sacramento had the best team in the league. But it's yeah. the Kings, bro. Come on. Come on. It's the Kings. Bro. Would you we not? This, that. this wasn't those Kings, though. Right. This wasn't those Kings. <laughs> oh, it's always the Kings. This, this <laughs> was the Kings. Bro, Kings Hoopers. Bro, if it wasn't for the most obvious rigging in, in all of sports history, I don't think that the Kings don't win the championship that year, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. If they get past the Lakers in that game six, I think they're going to get a ring. I yeah. think they're going to get a ring. I'm just saying, I don't... It's hard for me well, to see. With those teams that played in the finals, the Nets? Nets. I, yeah, the Nets. They were, <laughs> get them out of here. GGs. GGs. <laughs> hey, the, the, they would have been the first ever streamer. Hey, put GGs in the chat for the Nets. Yep. Put GGs. <laughs> the, everybody looking up. What What does GGs mean? And what is the chat? Don't worry about it. Y'all I mean, agree with y'all. I agree with y'all. That Kings team was tough. They had shooting everywhere. And that was before yep. shooting was a big thing. But. The, my, the the Kings hater in me just can't say the Kings was going to okay, get Okay, okay, get, 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 get rid of the Kings. Would you not right. say Dallas was a contender that year? Nah, they was they was they was a year, couple years out. It was a couple years out. They had sixty wins. Stop it! I was just about to say that. They had was sixty wins. That, it was good. It was good. But but the Lakers, they had Steve to, Nash, talking, Dirk, Mike Finley. That's what I'm saying. We talking Philly about the Kobe and Shaq Lakers in a Tim yes. Duncan, Greg Pop Spurs. Yes, but that's Nobody the point. Was beating them. But that's the point. The Spurs, the Lakers are the first two teams you think about as like the best. But again, everybody knows the Kings got hammed out of a, a, a series win. Everybody knows that. Like outside so of a fully teams. healthy Warriors, nobody in the West right now is better than that Kings team or that Dallas team. I'd agree. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. I'd, okay. I'd was, was, was Minnesota not a contender that year? All right. That's, that's where you start losing. That's hey, that's where you start wait, losing. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. was at his best at that point. They but. top four was Sam Cassell, Spreewell, Zerbiak, and KG. MVP and, KG. Right. That's Spreewell and Zerbiak is not no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Spreewell, that was before Spreewell said, I got a family to feed and never got Spreewell paid. Spreewell was hooping. He was giving you 20 a game. That Spreewell was hooping. That's Spree. Now, Bro, Zerbiak, he was giving you 20 a game because they already read a seven man rotation. That team was horrible. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not going to give you Zerbiak. I'm sorry. I can't give you Zerbiak, but I give you Spreewell. I give you Spreewell too. I give you Spreewell. Spreewell was a He dumb. played 44 minutes a night. I mean, he wasn't Tony Snell, but I. I <laughs> I, you know, I, he played 44 minutes. He gained 20. But Okay. Did, did Portland not have a squad? All right. Now, I'm, I'm fully out at this point. I'm fully out yeah, at this point. Did they not? You you, 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 you kind of read that's, That squad was way over the hill. That squad was way over the hill. They, it was a 50-plus win team for multiple seasons. They overperformed. They overperformed. But you, but you knew they, they were like they were like the Pistons when they went on that stretch of like going to the conference finals every year where you knew like the Pistons are going to be there, but are they actually going to win? I'm saying like, compared they... to the West right now, I just named you six 50 win teams. Oh, I'll tell you this much. If you put that Portland team in this West, I think at worst they're three seed at worst at absolute worst. 
they they cooking oh, probably yeah, the think, entire. Look well, at they like roster. I said, the West the West is trash because the West has the most injuries right now. You know, we haven't seen a fully healthy Clippers team yet. We haven't seen a fully healthy healthy Memphis team. You're never going to see a fully healthy Clippers team. You're never going to see a fully healthy Clippers team. Hey, look, guy, the one that put the Clippers first, not us. That's, I got everything that's right like now. that's <laughs> like. Hey, listen. That's like saying. That's like saying you. If it really would be a nice party, although if everybody wearing black Air Forces was just chill, we'd be all right. Like <laughs> all I'm saying. Hey, is, hey, okay. Thank you. Go, go, thank clip, you. Clip, clip, clip three games out of first place. Listen. Oh my listen, god. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Captain. Captain in the chat. He just said Portland with Dame has been 50 wins. And that's true. That's true. That's how I feel about that Portland team. And that's what I'm they, saying. That Portland team, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, you knew you knew that Portland team was not right. a contender for a championship. But if you put them and you talk about what they were as far as a regular season team, yeah, they they were going to be now, good. Now, now I'm not going to argue the East. The East in 03 was pretty dookie. Hey, right. but, that's what I'm but, saying. But here's the thing: if you're talking from a standpoint of parity. Then yeah, you you kind of I mean kinda true. Gotta, yeah, you kind of got to talk about the fact so, that there so, are a lot of teams. Yeah, so what, teams what, what, what contenders are in the East this year? You can see winning a championship. Uh, oh, I think a lot in the East, low key. I, I think know. you can see the I think you can see the Celtics, the Nets, the Bucks, even Cavs, the Seventy Sixers. Hey, Cavs. honestly, yeah. honestly, I I can't give it to the Cavs. I can't give it to the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't give it to the Cavs. I, I know, I know, I was gonna catch you. I like that. the Cavs, but did not. I like it, but I can't do it. I can't do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Get, get. I can't do it. I can't. I know they sold you on that light. I know they sold you on that light. I know they sold you on that light. Sold me disgusted. Sold me guilty. Hear me out. Hear me out. We about to clip this. Hear me out. Hear me. I'm about to make a lot of sense, right? I'm about to make a lot of sense, right? Out of power force in the NBA right now, where would you rank Kevin Love? Uh. I mean, I'd probably say he bought nine ten. I'm probably he's like top nine. ten, right? He's still a top ten, right? Yeah, yeah. But this he's is the, the ninth but, best player on the Cavs. But the but the power forwards in the NBA right now, in terms of like that, I have seen and that I have watched, and in terms of like me saying like, oh, how many of these power forwards are really good? It's thin. It's thin right now. Because if you put Prime LA with this group of power forwards, I'm like. Hey, there's Giannis, there's him, period. There's Giannis and there's him. There's I, I agree else with you. I agree with you. But you're not asking him to be a top five power forward. What I'm saying is they have a team that they top to bottom, right? Ricky Rubio is the eighth man on that roster. Karis LeVert is the 10th man on that roster. I mean, listen, I that, hear that's you. That's a solid I, team. I, you got Jared Allen. You got Isaac Okoro who been balling on defense and offense. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland playing great basketball together. They are actually the best backcourt in the East right now. I hear you. But how many teams kick down the door without knocking on it first? How many teams I mean, straight but, came but, in and kicked but, down the door? We've I never seen it. I agree with you. I agree with you. But look at how the Cavs went, right? They won a title in 16, right? They mm-hmm. lost in 17, 18. They've been mm-hmm. in rebuild mode for the last five years. They've been knocking at the door slowly but surely. When but they this, grabbed their scarlet and they playoff traded. experience. That's what I'm saying. When I mean knocking at the door, I mean, like, everybody knows at the end of the day, when the season gets to that playoff time, all of the rotations get shorter. Like, ooh, you got nine really good players. Good for you. Congratulations. You got to play against that other team's best seven for 48 minutes. I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. But to me, you got the Bucks, Celtics, Cleveland, the Nets, Philly that can all be contenders in the East. I, I think the Tepe is for sure coming out the East this year. The East is up. And, and I didn't even say Miami. You know Miami comes on the field late and will come on the court late in, 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 in the season. And then not, not to mention I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And and people might not like this. They're gonna hate it. They're gonna say I'm a name recognition. And I because the Heat are always my second team out the West, out the East, rather that I lo- like a lot. I'd I'd have more faith in the Heat winning it all than the Cavs. Honestly. I mean, because they've been there. I would agree with That's you. That's what I'm I saying. They got you got to knock on the door. Everybody else who's yeah, won in yeah. recent memory, they got real close. They conference finals, NBA finals, and then they kicked the door down. Listen, you can't, listen. I, I haven't seen nobody skip that step recently in the NBA, at least. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll say the 2020 Lakers did. But the 2020 Lakers, that's not the same. You're, 
that's a different if, circumstance. If LeBron and AD are I'm your best saying, players, if LeBron and AD are your best players and they're healthy, that is a abnormal like it's, it's everybody else coming team. Everybody else, you. you gotta what? Okay, you, okay, Captain. Yeah, eight man rotation. Nobody, nobody other than the Celtics have a better eight man rotation than the Cavs. Again, nobody. in the playoffs, nobody. most of these teams are playing seven or eight max. max exactly. They have and to. I'm saying, and I'm saying. Nobody in the league other than the Celtics have a better seven, eight deep guys better than the Cavs. I disagree with that. I, I disagree with who, that. Who has a better eight than the Cavs? Let me let me start line them. Start line them, okay? Let me let, let, let me pull up the Cavs roster to make sure I'm, I'm not fibbing. All right. Let me, let me, let me pull up the Cavs roster. The only position they lack is small four, and Isaac Okoro is all they need, really, because you got two scoring, scoring guards, right? Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me let me just pull this up. Let me just pull it again up. without without even trying. Without even trying, the Nuggets got a better. The Nuggets have a better seven than without even trying. The Nuggets have a better seven than the, the yes. So so okay, they start lineup is Donovan Mitchell, um, I, uh, Darius Garland when he comes back, he injured right now. Jared Allen, Lamar Stevens, and K Love. Right, K Love sometimes start, but then sometimes they start. Uh, Evan Mobley actually, Evan Mobley. Right, mm-hmm. they they so that's five. You got Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, and Lamar Stevens. Right, and Lamar Stevens is day three and D guy. Like he's they like he that glue guy. Right, mm-hmm. off the bench. Right, you got Isaac Okoro, right, who's another three and D guy if you need him, but they don't have to play him. But let's go six seven. You got Karis Avert, Kevin Love, and you got. You got Neto, Rubio coming back. That team deep, bro. That team deep. I mean, good for them. Again, depth matters a lot during the regular season when you need your rotations to be wider because you have longer periods to play and all that good stuff. Sure. In the playoffs? Again, if you're looking at – I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Very seriously, right? The way that Aaron Gordon has played this year, Aaron Gordon – is more efficient than he's ever been in his career with less touches than he's ever had in his career. He's putting up career highs and shooting. And I believe I'm, and y'all know I'm big on this stat. I'm fairly sure he's one of the 40% from deep guys this year. Or no, no, I'm sorry. He's not. Heck, nah, he's shooting. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he's not. He's 37.3% from deep. Again, Ooh, this man, he soon, he this, soon 60, 37, 69. I think that's his splits. But that's my point. Like this, this is a team. And again, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Jokic. Well, Michael Porter took, he, he took a, a, a step down. He, he ain't been balling like that this year. Bro, Michael Porter Jr. is averaging 18 and six. He's going 18 and six on yeah, 40% I, shooting from deep. This is this what I'm trying to tell no, you. Chris. I, this, we, this, we already said the Nuggets are good. You know what I'm saying? We is, don't pick them to win the window. I mean, be the first place in it last week. We that, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you're saying that no team has a seven that's as good except the Celtics, and I'm like, the Nuggets have that argument. Bones Highland in there as well. The Nuggets have that argument for. Um, I beg your pardon. Our seven can match up with their seven. We may okay, have. Okay. They may have deficiencies in certain spots, but the places where they have advantages are big enough to make up for those deficiencies. Because okay. what are you going to do with that back-to-back MVP that's looking like he finna go back-to-back-to-back? What are you going to do with that guy? His quiet night the other night was an 18-point triple-double. That was his, oh, he's off tonight game. Like, <laughs> yeah. what do you, no, you do with that? Honestly, people might call me crazy, bro, but, you know, this might be really wild to say, but I think even if you take Kareem in it, I think Joker offensively is the best big man that we've ever seen. Like I, even I if you take Kareem in the account. I don't no, know why that would be I, I said this. I said this. I said this at the barbershop. Oh, his like Kareem. Uh, they were saying Kareem Olajuwon. Oh, his. They was old like heads, old head told me Ryan Harper a lock up Steph Curry. And here's and here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Steph giving Ryan Harper forty. <laughs> Steph gonna shoot the hair back on the rod off the head. <laughs> he's having a fade by the time the game done. <laughs> Let me explain something to you, bro. To me, like we've all we we all know ball, and we all know that 
offense goes beyond just your ability to score and your gravity. It also comes out to what do you do with that gravity? And Jokic is averaging nearly 10 assists this year. Like, listen, what? listen. I think what Joker is, his 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 40, 10, 10 and 15, it ain't sexy like Kareem's was. Like, like when Kareem dropped 40, you was like, dang, Kareem looked good dropping 40. You know, that hook shot, he was giving people balls to the neck, dunking. Joker, Joker, really, his 40 looks effortless. And then the 15 assists is just like, he did that too? Like, you didn't even realize he had 15 assists. Yeah. I think that's why people don't realize how good Joker is. Like Everybody talks about how good the Celtics defense is. That man gave them 30, 12, and 12 on 10 of 13 shooting. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> this, what we're seeing from this man. Anybody who's arguing he's not the greatest. And, and here's, Listen, the other part, here's the other part that blows me about old heads. And I'm, I'm going to let you talk after this. But I, I don't understand this about old heads. Why are they so unrelent- un- unwilling to let up any title regardless of how small. Like when when Cat said I'm the best three-point shooting big of all time. He is. I think he's better than Dirk in terms of three-point shooting ability, but guess what? What does it matter? What is it? Oh, congratulations. You're a great three-point shooting big. Who cares? So what the Jokic is the best offensive center ever? That doesn't make him the best center ever. I don't think he's anywhere near that conversation at this point. Everybody knows Kareem and Hakeem are clear. Shaq clears. But, but offensively, you're not looking at none of them. If you say you got one possession to score, who do you want in as center? And you just got to get some type of basket. Oh, put put Jokic in. Listen, listen, I'm be honest with y'all. I'm be honest with y'all. If Jokic play a slight bit of defense, slight, I'm talking like he give you like, like who's a who's a mid center defender? Like he give you, if he give you a couple years like Roy Hibbert, like Andrew Bynum. Hey, hey, hey! Don't disrespect Roy Hibbert defense. Roy Hibbert on the hey, Pacers. Roy Hibbert was a defense. No, if he give you like a couple years, I don't think Andrew Bynum ever gave you elite defense. I think he gave you like. Oh, okay, really? okay, there. we can do Bynum. We can do, if, if Joker give you Bynum defense, right? Yeah. yeah. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out. If he gave you Bynum defense, I I think I think Joker would be a top five player all time. Like, like if he give you Bynum defense, like top five player all time is is like tough. Like he, he could do literally everything. And he's not even in shape. Like Joker is not even in shape. And that and, and listen, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. that's like, well, I grew up watching Shaq play, so nobody's ever gonna be better. Listen, <laughs> Shaq physicality wise, would like the Jokic would have a very long night. But Shaq having to step out on that perimeter, boy, barbecue chicken alert, barbecue chicken <laughs> alert. That that man looking like a shakaroni pizza to that to that young man to that young where where is he from Slovenia Serbi- Serbia though Serbia he he would look like yeah he's he would look like a shakaroni pizza to that young Serbian man that's what he would look like to him so yeah he is from Serbia so I mean at the end of the day again I think I think that right now the NBA has a lot of bad teams and that's like what drives it and then on top of having a lot of bad teams. A lot of teams are one injury away, like one player not playing away from being god awful, from being god awful. I mean, re- re- realistically, the only teams that are really good that could survive and withstand one bad injury, I would say the Celtics, the Suns, the Bucks. No, 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 and- not the Suns, not not the Suns, not the Suns, not the Suns. I think I think the Suns. If you get rid of any one of their players, they'd be alright. Deb, with any one, not more than one. Hold on now. Nah, but any nah, one. Nah, nah. If Devin Booker go down, that team is <laughs> in the playoffs. Yes, they're cooked. Regular season, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Nah, 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 nah. Chris, Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul paid 28 minutes yesterday with zero points, zero assists, and 0 for 4 from 3. Chris Paul had one bad game. You know, you, you're familiar with his game, Chris. He can't fool you. What are you doing? <laughs> that man had one bad game all of a sudden. Okay, now, now, other than that one four-point game, what has he been doing? 20 and 12, 20 and 6. What are we talking about, Chris? What are we talking about? I, I'm saying, bro, Devin Booker going down, that team is, it, 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 it struggles. It struggles Again, bad. I... Chris, that team at worst without Devin Booker is middle of the road. At worst, at best, without they, they Devin are Booker, seven C eight C without Booker. 
That's middle and, of the road. That's middle. And of the road. that's struggling to you. That's struggling to you. That's Seven playing. That's playing. That's playing. That's playing. But but that's what I'm saying. That's better than half the league, bro. That's better than that. That's just the reality of what that is. Like whether you want to accept it or not, that's not that's struggling for the standard that they I mean, set. I, that's I mean. I, all right, you think about that argument. Way. You want to use that argument. Darius Garland been out for two and a half weeks, and they still been winning games like crazy in Cleveland. You think that Cleveland wouldn't be one of the teams I include in my? They could lose their best player and be all right. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is fully healthy Cleveland, like fully healthy Cleveland. People are really sleeping on this Cleveland team. Like I didn't think it was gonna work. And they surprised me. Chris, they sold my life changing parlay. I, that that parlay, <laughs> I put down. I put down. It was the parlay, it, bro. It was so much craziness on that parlay. And everything else hit. All they had to do was hold serve and get into the play-in. And what them boys do? Blow up everything. They blew up everything. Yeah, Kevin Love, go ahead and sit on the bench. Yeah, Andre Drummond, we're going to trade you for a second-round pick. Yeah, we we, we are. (laughs) Like, bro, what are y'all doing? What's? I digress. I digress. Long story short, um, yeah, there's, again, I think there's a lot of teams that are one injury away from being really bad, but. I think that these, again, the, this, this NBA that we're looking at, this is going to be the reality for, I believe, the next at least three to four years until like we stop doing this thing where every player that comes out in the draft, the, the top player, everybody's like, oh, he's the next LeBron. Like at some point in time, yeah, I think that bro. has to die. That has to I, die. I, I ain't going to lie to y'all, bro. We, let's talk about women, y'all. Then we get these Pelicans we got out of here. I watched the G League game, right? You know, being seven four and can play like that, of course you're gonna be good. Of course, everybody in the G League is fighting for a spot in the league. Of course, I wasn't really that impressed. Like the first couple games when they start showing stats, I didn't watch the game. I just saw the stats. But when you sat, when I actually watched that G League game, which was hard to watch, by the way, because it's just so boring to watch G League game. But it wasn't really like like he had twenty five the game I watched, but it wasn't like it wasn't like he was like a fought hard for twenty. It wasn't a Giannis twenty five, you know. It wasn't a it wasn't a it wasn't a, a show Showtime twenty five, you know. It was like a twenty five that was like, yeah, bro, you playing against people that never stepped foot in the league like twenty five. It was like a pickup game twenty five, you know. So I don't know, man. We got hey, somebody drop somebody dropped twenty five in the pickup game. We might have to square up in the parking lot. <laughs> don't, don't drop 25 on me, bro. We playing ones and twos. Why would you get that many buckets on my head, bro? Like, I, especially yeah, if my lady there talking about, don't let them do that to you. Yeah, all right. Now I'm nutso from above the rim. That's what's going on here. That's what's going on here. <laughs> Reaching in this book bag, Buster. I mean, I, I do think with NBA training and with his physical assets, Vic can live up to the hype. But the fact is, somebody that's seven foot four is not, their body is not supposed to jump up and down like that. I, I strongly disagree. I think that they, I think that we, again, I don't know what this fascination is with like best prospect since LeBron or like this prospect is better than LeBron. We have seen this twice in the last, what, five years or so? What, how long has Zion been in the league? Five years. This is fifth year because he just got extended, remember? Yeah. So, Five years ago, we saw it. Now we're seeing it again now. Like, the NBA is too obsessed with this narrative of, like, ooh, we found what's next. LeBron is slowing down, so we got to find what's next. I think it's because LeBron getting older. I think it's because LeBron. The older he get, the more they're going to keep trying to find, like, who is in the league. You have to find a new star. And I I understand that. I understand that. But here's the deal, right? Go ahead and milk these euros for all they were. Go ahead. Go ahead and make them the face of something. Make it fun. Make it. Giannis is so lovable. Let him be the face. Let him be the fact. He's this humble guy that doesn't really. Oh yeah, I he just I, dad jokes. I show up every day to earn my spot. Giannis, what are you talking? You dropped fifty in the finals. You have a spot <laughs> until you don't want it no more. And he just shows up. Hey, I show up. I work hard to keep my spot. Like okay, bro. all right. But like he's a fun guy. That's that's who you build the league around. Because at the end of the day, you're just gonna hold yourself by every time setting these players up for failure. And and by the way, we're gonna segue into the next thing here because speaking of setup for failure, the Pelicans are they were the top seed in the West for a brief moment in time there for a brief glimpse in time they were the top seed, and they've only stepped back to half a game behind the top seed at this point. So with that being said, are these Pelicans for real? 
Can you see these Pelicans raising the Larry O'Brien? This season, I cannot. However, thank you. <laughs> this season, I cannot. What I do? Hey, bro, you just sound so sarcastic when you asked us that question, bro. I, hey, listen, because Chris, you the one who wanted to ask, Chris. You was the one talking about the Pelicans good, bro. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so, this season, I cannot. The health of BI is a concern. Uh, Zion's ability to stay healthy is a big concern. But um, I do think they have the right tools in place. You know, you look back in history, you see those teams that just won like one championship and just squeak one in there. I can see the Pelicans being one of those teams in the next one or two seasons, just with their age and the teams that are in the Western Conference that are considered top dogs are a little bit up there in age. And I can see them falling off within the next few years. I can see the Pelicans in the finals maybe squeaking out a championship as long as you know Milwaukee and Boston is is in the east that's going to be tough but you got to get Zion healthy and I think possibly maybe we saw glimpses out of Zion this season that he could adjust this game to stay healthy for longer periods than he has before healthy for a full season I'm not sure but I have noticed that he's adjusted the pace of his game to not jump up and down with a 200 70 pound frame repeatedly interesting interesting chris what say you actually you know what? i'm gonna let you finish it chris since, since you're the only one who who fully believes in this i thing. ain't fully <laughs> believing in them i'm just saying like, i like watching them play i i want to i, I just want to say this real quick i just want to say this real quick right so josh your argument was that zion has adjusted his game and he's doing all the right things and, and you know zion had zion fans were like giving me heat they were talking about, oh you see you were, oh you were wrong you told us that zion wasn't the guy da, da, da. very interesting what's the news that came out about zion today did he like feed the needy or something or did he drop 50 or what did he do today oh what no happened? he has a hamstring injury he'll be reevaluated in three weeks reevaluated so he's not gonna be back in three weeks he'll be reevaluated oh he'll be, he'll be reevaluated in three weeks okay so so it seems to me that if somebody perhaps maybe i don't know who but maybe if there was somebody who saw zion's game and said okay he's really good when he's healthy However, this is a lot like a Kawhi situation where like good when healthy is like saying, oh, yeah, this this, you know, this person is such a great human being whenever it's not cold outside and they just happen to live in Nova Scotia. Like this is this is what we're looking at here. This is what we're looking at. Zion will at this stage in his career because of the injury history until he shows me he can stay healthy for an entire season. I don't see any team with him as your number one option unless you have a boatload of talent surrounding him that can also stay healthy. I don't see a team with him as your number one option without those two things that I just put, the prerequisites, being the championship team. I don't see it. I I just can't. I can't see it. And so with this Pelicans team, I can see him playing well. I can see him finishing first in the West. I can see it. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. What I cannot see is this team winning a championship because again those rotations are going to shorten zion is going to be asked to take on a bigger load he's going to be asked to pause he's going to be asked to be more intense than he has ever been for a longer period of time and i don't think he can sustain that without oh my ankle oh my knee oh my calf oh my thigh something in that lower body it's gonna go wrong every single time and twice on sunday and chris i'm gonna let you have the floor to finish this up (laughs) So, so the Pelicans, no, I don't think they they gonna win a championship this year, right? But the the Pelicans, right? If we look at the landscape of the Pelicans, right? What do mm-hmm. they have? They have a ton of assets, a ton. Oh, absolutely. They got st- they still have all the Laker picks. They still have Brandon Ingram. They have a twenty nine year old CJ McCollum. I think he just turned thirty. They have Herbert Jones, who showed a lot of promise. They got Big Val down low. They got um, Devontae Graham. I believe he's still on the roster. They have a lot of assets, right? So Pelicans, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. You know Zion needs spacing, right? Why don't y'all go say, say, hey, Pacers, y'all build for the future. Can can we borrow Miles Turner, right? Can we borrow Miles Turner? We give you three picks. 
and we keep Herbert Jones. Herbert Jones. I think the, I think the Pacers do that because now you got Halliburton to build around. You know, all right. Another player they could go get and make it interesting this year, right? Hey Miami, you got that uh that that Duncan Robinson making ninety million a year, not even playing. Hey, how, how about you take these two draft picks and you let us get Duncan Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. Now Zion got a world of space all of a sudden, right? Now Zion don't really got to carry it. He just got to drive and kick for a little while when he need a break, right? So if they made those type of moves, then I'll be like, okay, now y'all set Zion up in the best situation possible to win. But until they do something like that and Brandon Ingram being healthy, I, I don't think that that team is really sustainable, like, to be a good team long-term, you know? They got a great coach. I I, I was one of the biggest Willie Green haters. I'm like, y'all going to get Willie Green that coaching job? You know, I like Willie Green as a player, but I'm like, he ain't going to be no good coach for the Pelicans. You know, they just put him there as a placeholder. But Willie Green has been doing a phenomenal job. He reminds me a lot of Monty Williams when Monty Williams had a New Orleans job. Like, be honest with you, he reminds me a lot of that. But overall... The Pelicans need to make moves to make this really, really work. You know, Zion has to be maximized to the best of his ability. Him being your guard and your four and your center is not sustainable in the playoffs. You have to give him some rim protection so he don't have to play the big role a lot. You have to give him some more shooters so he doesn't have to drive to the rim every time. Right now out there, they have Brandon Ingram when he healthy, CJ McCollum, and then they got... When they not in the game, they got Jose Alvarado, Herbert Jones, people that haven't proven themselves as shooters yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the moves they need to make to make it interesting. I feel you. I, honestly, I like Jose Alvarado a lot. I think he's a consistent uh, three. I think he's very seriously a consistent three away from being like a top 15 point guard in the game. And I know that that sounds crazy to some people. But like, nah, if you look nice. at his, if you look at his whole package, if you just add the tray ball be, in there, to be honest with you, you know who his best comparison to me, Jose Alvarado, who? George Hill, George Hill. Don't disrespect that man like that, <laughs> but bro, bro. I'm talking about in a couple years. George Hill was a top couple years guard at one point in time. I'm saying if you add a three ball to Jose Alvarado game, listen, I was kind of being blasphemous with top 15. I think he'd be a top 10 point guard if you add a consistent three ball to that man's game. George Hill? You know what? George Hill was at his prime? I got a better comparison. Jameer Nelson. I'll give you that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Jameer Nelson, because to me, Jameer Nelson is... He, they, he in the same tier as George Hill, but like barely. Yeah, Like they're barely... Yeah. Exactly. They're on the opposite ends of that. People forget. Player, though. People forget George Hill was the one who caused that game one loss. Everybody <laughs> gives well, that the was late in his career. Everybody gives the career, smoke. bro. Late, late in his career. That was I don't late. care how early or late it is in your career. Hitting a free throw is hitting a free throw. You're a guard, my brother in Christ. Make listen, a free listen, throw. Listen, listen, listen. It don't matter. If JR knew what the game was going on in the game, it would have been a Okay. It would have been a different story. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Jose Alvarado right now is on at least a 10, uh, 10 shot mystery from deep. At least at the moment. Exactly. I'm you, you, you switch him with Duncan ball, Robinson. If you switch him with Duncan Robinson, oh, you gotta, you gotta check Duncan. Robinson. I don't care if he don't play for the next two years. You gotta check oh, Duncan Robinson at three. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just saying that man is shooting 19 percent from three in the last ten. That's disgusting. That's, that's, that's what I'm the, saying. That's yeah. the nastiest work I've seen in a minute. He had that seven for ten game. Remember, y'all remember he was talking crazy on social media. He had seven for ten on threes, and he ain't been right since. You ain't been, ain't right, been since. right since. Ain't been right since. That's what happened when you talk too much. When you get that bucket in, and you look, yeah, I'm him. I'm him. Anyway, you got two choices. We know that time when I was talking to Drake that was wrong.